of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, let's go for it like it's fourth and one. Yeah, and let's not let our $230 million quarterback be on the field for that play or our all-pro running back. No, we don't want either one of those guys on the field. Let's bring in our backup quarterback who hasn't thrown a pass all day long and have him play on fourth and one in what turned out to be one of the biggest plays of the game. Nice job, Stefanski. The problem with this is just this. Had that play been completed for a touchdown, I'd probably say the same thing I'm about to say right now. And echo okay. the thoughts that you just said. Why would you even try to? Why do you con- continuously try to yeah. be the smartest guy in the room? You know, the, the, what, what do they say? The quickest uh, line between two points is just go straight ahead or something like that. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to take my chance with Nick Chubb on that play. <laughs> I mean, come on. Or, or you yeah. know what? Play action, bootleg something. You've got a mobile quarterback now into Sean Watson. He can run the football. He can run the RPOs. He can he can throw on the move. And you put in slow, cold. I haven't warmed up Jacoby Brissett. Seriously? Well, come on. It man. was still the first quarter. He might have been uh, loose from pregame yet. It's it's just <laughs> it, it's asinine to run that play. And I all oh, but. He was wide open. It was a good play. Yeah, but right. you had the wrong guy throwing the football. Do you think really that that play wouldn't have worked with Deshaun Watson at quarterback? Seriously? The real problem here in yesterday's loss is the fact that in a game like that where Cincinnati really wasn't playing all that well. No. It's going to take, I'm not going to say a Herculean effort to win that game, but you really can't afford to make mistakes. And by that, you can't throw deep on fourth and one. You should have got the first down on third and one. You didn't do it. And the argument's right. going to say, well, we gave it to Nick Chubb there. We didn't get it. Problem with this team is uh, they're at a lack of talent, a lack of effort. The offensive line, I've been telling you for weeks, has not been performing as well as we thought it would. And you're still going about this with this Froholt at center. I had never heard of DJ Reader. Now let's put him in the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame. Guy had He's five tackles. Player. He's tackling Nick Chubb behind the line of scrimmage. You've got to give the kid a little bit of help there. You've got to give Deshaun Watson a little bit of help as well. You look at this game, and you have to realize this is only game two of live action for Deshaun Watson. Woo-hoo. All the other teams are in week 14. So you're basically going at this almost as if it's a preseason game. Offensive line's not comfortable with him. The cadence is different. Their blocks have to be a little bit different. Right, they don't know uh, what this – hold on a second. They don't right. know what this guy's doing in the backfield if he's going to scramble. The receivers don't know what to do when he scrambles. It's like a fire drill every time they go into pass formation. And until he can slow the game down and make completed passes, the guys that we thought were running open, you've got to ease the game up for Deshaun Watson. 
Let's start rolling him out a little bit, a little bit. Because he's not used to reading the defenses yet. He's not familiar with it. The game hasn't slowed down. Did he get better from last week? Absolutely. But there are still things that you have to work on. Aaron Rodgers wasn't sharp the second game of the regular season. Here's, Here's what I'll say to that. Do you know who Josh Purdy is? Yes. All right. He's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. On top of that, he's a rookie. Not just any rookie. He was the last player taken in the seventh round of the NFL draft, a.k.a. Mr. Irrelevant, Mm -hmm. meaning the chances of him making a roster are slim and none. And yet he still made the roster for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay? He had never played in an NFL game before, right? He was coming out of college because he's a rookie. He sits the entire season the same length of time that Deshaun Watson has sat on his ass, right? And yet Josh Purdy comes in and in back-to-back weeks helps the San Francisco 49ers to two victories and plays very well, but yet the $230 million man, Deshaun Watson, who's already played in the NFL before, who's read NFL defenses before, can't come in and lead you like a Josh Purdy can? Seriously? First of all, I believe his name is Brock Purdy. Second of all, he's been in camp all season long. I don't even know his name. Third of all, and most importantly of all, the difference is this. He's coached up a lot better than Stefanski has coached. you got to realize the fact well, that maybe. Stefanski running the same offense that he probably would have ran if Jacoby Brissett would have been your quarterback. You can't do that. The reason we thought about going into the game against the Texans that the offense might be better was because we either thought it would be a lot better or maybe worse because we didn't know how he was going to handle the fact that he's finally got a mobile quarterback. Well, guess what? He does. He doesn't know how to use him. End of story. So you're telling me Jock Purdy, Josh Purdy, Brock Purdy, whatever, Mm -hmm. benefits from better coaching from Shanahan over Stefanski with an all-world quarterback in uh, Deshaun Watson? I know his name. Let's let's answer the question with a question. Was he the only quarterback that performed better than Deshaun Watson yesterday? The answer is obviously no. And you don't have to go through and look down each one to see what the QBR were on each quarterback yesterday. But I will tell you this, as we talked about Ohio State losing to Michigan, when you've got almost 200 yards in penalties, in that game they did, the Browns yesterday, 98 yards in penalties is basically like giving up another turnover to the Cincinnati Bengals. The more opportunities you give Joe Burrow to beat you, guess what's going to happen? He's going to beat you. And you can't give up almost half of those yards. No, more than half of those yards on one drive. The game was tied second half or whatever it was the block punt was ridiculous first of all the brown the, the bengals were backed up into their own end zone basically and you're going to call a punt rush a punt block where you would have been getting the ball at least the 45 yard line why take the field position instead you flip the field not only did you give up the block punt you got roughing the kicker on you end up getting another i don't know what, what it was 38 yard uh, defensive pass interference call. They had 58 yards of penalties on one drive. Ball game. They went for the block there because it was a new punter. I heard the post game show. Okay, 
and he said Tony Fields can't do that, but we had the punt block on because that was the first uh, game for the new punter, and I believe it was Drew Chrisman. Is that right? Is he the kid from, from Ohio, Ohio State? State? Yes. Yeah. So this is his first game, first punt, uh, I guess, or, or whatever for, for the Bengals. So they figure, you know what, he's going to be a little frazzled. Let's go after him. Well, yeah, you and you know this. You've got to either time it or angle it so you're blocking to uh, where the ball is going to be coming off the foot to the side of the punter, not hit him in the groin with your helmet as you're trying to block the damn punt. The bottom line is stupid. situational coaching tells you it doesn't matter if the kid was fresh off the taxi squad or not. Situational coaching says we're going to play the field position game. We're going to get the ball at midfield. We're going to take our chance, move up the field, at least kick a field. Oh, we wouldn't kick a field goal. We'd go for it on fourth down. Here's the problems. Again, it goes back to coaching. And when you leave a team out there, the longer you give them the opportunity to beat you and you're sub-500 and they're in first place, they're going to finally get their heads out of their rear ends and they're going to beat you. That team didn't even want to. When you looked at that game yesterday, up until halftime even, you're looking at it going, this team's sleepwalking. you got a chance to beat this team if you really want to. But it takes all matters in all three phases of the game. I'm sorry, four phases of the game because I'm going to count coaching now. You okay. lost all four phases. Here's what I noticed yesterday. I noticed that Joe Burrow was being affected by the Browns' pass rush. Always. Early. Always. He, he he was having to get rid of the ball sooner. He overthrew guys. He was affected by it. And I'm thinking, and I sent this out on Twitter. I'm like, oh, hey, he hasn't beaten the Browns. He's 0-4, and, and he's off to another bad start. you got to wonder if this is starting to, you know, uh, put some doubt in his head. And then the Browns bailed him out with that roughing the punter penalty. Mm-hmm. And then the DPI of 38 yards on Denzel Ward. Yep. And another hands to the face, throw in five more yards. And how about the throw and catch for the touchdown by Burrow and Jamar Chase? Burrow threw a laser that only Jamar Chase could catch. And Jamar Chase wasn't even ready for the football. No. It hit his body, and then he put a hand on it and still was mm-hmm. able to haul it in. But yeah. you went you gotta have from possibly luck. being up 3 nothing. okay, if you kick the field goal. Right. If not, okay, you go for You take your quarterback, 7 and now you're down. That's a 14-point swing. Sometimes you got to have some luck. Luck is involved at times. It was a great throw. He had no idea it was going to be there. I mean, it, it's no different than Deshaun Watson getting sacked. He throws a laser beam, Donovan Peoples-Jones, only to have the next play be intercepted. I mean, it, it's unfortunate the way that they went about this. And, again, my questions are, were they prepared? Uh, you go into this game with a backup 15 center, and he's going up against this DJ Reader who, again, we're going to put in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But the problem is I'll this. take him on my team. The problem, of course. But the problem, especially when he's going up against a 15 center. That's my problem. You've had five or six weeks now to figure out what you wanted to do at center, and that's the best you can come up with. You mean to tell me that the Los Angeles Rams can go pick up Baker Mayfield and in two days beat another National Football League team, but yet we've had five, six weeks or whatever it's been to find a backup center, a legitimate starter that's out there in free agency versus a guard that you moved to center this is the best you can come up with? You brought up Baker Mayfield. Did, did you, When you were watching, did you have any thoughts of, oh, 
He's down 13 points. Baker Mayfield was down 13 points. There's 10 minutes to go. Baker, with 10 minutes to go, got the ball. They drive down. Did you have any thoughts of that, that to see if Deshaun could duplicate what Baker Mayfield did? Because they were almost identical situations, down 13 points, with the ball and a chance to well, come back, and Baker goes and leads him to two touchdowns, whereas Deshaun Watson, uh, it's two turnovers well, on down. I might have had the same feeling if we were facing the same team. The Raiders are not very good. The Raiders are not the Cincinnati Bengals, tied True. for first place in their division. We're taking on a team like that. They had us shut down. Amari Cooper's not 100% yesterday. That yeah. secondary for Cincinnati had us shut down. You can't take a receiver, and we brought a guy in last week only not to dress him which makes no sense to me. You brought in a free agent but didn't get him ready to play, but yet the Los Angeles Rams took a quarterback, mind you, and got him ready in two yeah. days. So yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to outsmart everyone and use Amari Cooper as either a decoy or let him play 80% of the snaps and not go to him. It makes no sense. Once again, the Browns trying to be the smartest pupil in the class, and it doesn't work. They beat you, and two of their best receivers are out. Their best tight end is out. Yeah, Jamar Chase, and yet we wouldn't double-team him. Nice job, Joe Woods. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And I don't mean just to sit here and, you know, just rag on him and just be negative the whole time. There were a few good points in the game. Not a lot to talk about, but I will say this. The coaching aspect of this team, and a special team in a block punt that didn't go well, Again, another reason to go after Prefer, he should be fired. Your defensive coordinator has no clue what he's doing. You let Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow basically beat you single-handedly. The Browns' defense, for the most part yesterday, was good against Duran, which has been our Achilles until the fourth quarter, of course, because they wore down. But the problem here is the fact that your defensive coordinator is clueless, your special teams coach is terrible, and your head coach is trying to catch up to him, and he's not that far behind. Yeah, that seat is getting warmer and warmer for Kevin Stefanski as yesterday from that opening drive, the decision to take Watson out and put Jacoby Brissett in, uh, you know, mind-boggling. Mm. And then after that, what it took him till the end of the third quarter to actually get a touchdown. And I'll say this. The designed play for the touchdown pass to David and Joku was a thing of beauty. It was. It was a beautiful play action fake. Uh, the defense bid on it, and Watson was handling the ball night, threw it out there, and Joku dies through the end zone touchdown, and he gets at least his first touchdown pass as a member of the Browns. You ready for this? He now has had 24 full possessions yeah. in two games. One touchdown in 24 mm -hmm. possessions for Deshaun. He's one for yeah. 24 in right, touchdowns. Right, it's un It's unfortunate. And again, you know, hopefully playing a little bit better in week two. Let's see how he goes next week against, um, what, maybe a scout team quarterback for the Ravens? That's all right. We'll make him look like a Hall of Famer. You know, he'll come <laughs> in and have the best game of his career, whoever he is. Here's what else happened over the weekend. Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. Take you back Friday night. Sacramento Kings scored 19 unanswered points in the fourth quarter alone. Spoiled a great comeback attempt by the Cavaliers, who were down by 15 in the first quarter. Cavs blew an eight-point lead in the fourth. Lose Friday night to 106-95. They didn't score in the last four minutes and 51 seconds. But again... We played without Kevin Love or Donovan Mitchell. Cavs turn it around Saturday night. They beat Oklahoma City 110-102. Sad news if you missed it over the weekend. Former Cavs head coach Paul Silas passed away. 
He was 79. How well did you know him? I didn't know him very well, but my podcast partner, Michael Regai, did and uh, told me great stories about him. This guy was a basketball lifer, no-nonsense dude. And um, let's just say this. Now that he's passed, there was a, I won't name the player's name, but there was a Cavalier player who he chased out of the locker room yelling at he would kick his ass uh, if he came back. So Paul Silas was a man's man, uh, and uh, he was a hell of a player back in his day, too. If you miss it, Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy for the first time at USC since Reggie Bush won it in 2005. Uh, yeah, and they kind of count that, but they don't. He gives them now eight Heisman Trophy winners, if you count Reggie Bush, that's the most of any school in college football history. You had to give up your Heisman, but you got those Wendy's commercials. I'll take that. (laughs) If you missed it, Army beats Navy in the first overtime game in the storied rivalry. Final score there, 20-17. It was the 123rd time the teams have played Navy with the edge. 62-54-7. Wait, say that again? Seven what? Seven times. Oh, uh, oh, okay. 62. I, I, get, follow right. me here. They've won yeah. 62, lost 54, and tied 7. This isn't hockey. I shouldn't have to explain this to you. I, I keep forgetting because we don't have ties anymore, and I, that number throws me. I understand it in hockey, but in football, I forget about that. If you missed it over the weekend, Zach Brown Band's going to be the headline at the 2023 Concert for Legends, presented by Ford, part of the multi-platinum and Grammy Award-winning recording artist, the National from the Fire Tour. I love it. Play it, Brian. Tickets for the show, which will happen at 8 p.m. Saturday, August 5th at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, will go on sale 10 a.m. Friday, December 16th. I met Zach Brown. I love Zach Brown, man. Toes in the water, chicken fried, uh, my old man, Highway 20 ride all that his music is fantastic big fan of that i i want to go see this one great show definitely yeah i consider zach brown band the dave matthews band of country music they're a jam band yeah they are a lot of fun man and caroline jones they've added uh, her to the mix uh, as well and she uh used to open for jimmy buffett so that's how i know her if you missed it the new orleans saints have been fined three hundred fifty thousand dollars because cam jordan faked an injury last monday night do you see this no, uh-uh. They, they called the timeout, the NFL frowning on this. He faked an injury, went back to the blue tent. They think that he faked it. Now the Saints are going to fight it. Uh, I don't know if it was his knee, his ankle, something, but they're getting fined by the NFL once again. What's he think he is, a soccer player at the World Cup? Come on, man, this is American football. <laughs> Finally, if you missed it, here are the top movies at the box office over the weekend. Number five, Devotion. Number four, The Menu. Number three, Strange World. Number two, Violent Night. And the number one movie, once again, Black Panther. It's Wakanda forever. Yeah, and that movie's going to be making money forever, it sounds like. Man, oh, man, are they cashing in. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Avatar beats it next week. Oh, yes. You know what? Good call. Avatar, is that like the movie that's made the most money ever? The original Avatar? Yeah, I think so. And it's been about nine years since the first one came out. I guess it was on network TV. I didn't watch it last night. James Cameron, right? Isn't that the director-producer of yes. uh, that? And now he's, hey, he knew how long he no. had to wait, man. No, James no? Cameron's a backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Just won another game. Anyway, now you're all caught up to date if you missed it. We'll take your phone calls right here on the Kenny and JT Show at 330-450-1480.
It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.